Hello everyone, and welcome to the second episode of the Holt and Walt podcast. Uh, how you all doing? I know you can't actually answer me, but, you know, it's good to be polite. Manners maketh the man, isn't that what they say? Um, I'm doing alright, thanks for asking. Getting very used to these four walls. So, I think I need to tell you what we're going to be talking about. Um... Mostly, we're just talking about a couple of movies. Uh, Parasite. Fantastic. It's spoiler-free, by the way. We keep it spoiler-minimal. Barely any spoilers. Very few spoilers. Just a couple of major spoilers, but apart from that, basically spoiler-free. So, it's fine. Just listen. One other thing I should point out is we do talk about the coronavirus a little bit. And you might notice that we sound a little bit blasé about it. And when we recorded this episode, it wasn't that bad. Everyone was pretty much just going, yeah, alright, so it's spreading a bit, but nothing to panic about. And now, the whole country's basically shut down. I haven't left my house in about two weeks. And I'm getting very stir-crazy in here. So just keep that in mind, we're not terrible people, and we don't ignore the plight of the common man, because we're not we're not common. We're unique. Come on, guys. Um, so yeah, all right. Enjoy the episode. Bye. Hello, welcome Hi. to the Holden World Podcast. Coming at you right now. How was that for an intro? Uh, yeah, yeah. It's okay. We can go with that. Yeah, I like it. I'm gonna do that every time. Every single time. Yeah. How you doing? Uh pretty good actually can you tell me what the date is today is it the 14th of march 15th of march can you tell me the date that we recorded the first episode it was possibly the 15th of december i think it was the first or second of december oh okay uh, so we're doing and a lot's happened since well. then in the world yeah yep parasite came out yes and a virus came out yeah. I can uh, only assume that everything that's going wrong in the world is a result of the fact that we've only recorded one podcast. Mm, that's a good point. So what you're saying is a couple more. And we've not even released the first one. Yeah, we okay. have. Yeah, well, it's on our SoundCloud. Oh, yeah. Check out our SoundCloud, Holden Walt, <laughs> on SoundCloud. and But it's not on any of your main listening podcast places. Oh, I thought you were going to do the... Uh... Yeah, I'm doing it, but it's taking a long time. There's a lot of hurdles to jump through. Oh, really? And I'm I a busy man. A... I thought it was a quick... Type not... in the link. I don't think you're allowed to say the name of the places where you put it. That's one of the things. Oh. It says okay. it on the rules, so I'm trying to avoid saying the word where people might listen to this. I made an account with them, and then that didn't work and all. It was a bit of a headache. Anyway. Oh, uh, really? Well, you could just go to our website, haltandwalt.com, and uh, listen there. Listen direct. Ooh, yeah. Sexy. So how have you been in the last couple of months? Um, pretty good. I went to Germany on a business trip, and then, <laughs> and then the Netherlands as well. Got to see my family in the Netherlands. On a business trip? Yeah, because I left on Sunday. Why are they sending you... To all these places? I, I, I don't know. I asked myself the same question. 
You've not been there for very long. No, just just for for a couple of days. Selling stuff. No, telling people off, saying, "Oh, you're late." You're no. going. They're sending you to Germany and the Netherlands to mm. tell people off. No, the, the the Netherlands was 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 not for a telling off. What um, was that for? It was for a. It was for a meeting. You're <laughs> a bit coy with the details here, Alan. Yeah, because I, I mean, like, I, should I talk about work on a public podcast? Well, you don't have to give me the specifics, but I just want oh. some goss from your life. Oh right, okay. So, yeah, they sent me to the Netherlands because there's a factory acceptance test for a piece of equipment that is going Ooh. to be sent to Japan. Oh, Alan, and... you know how to talk dirty to me. Oh. Yeah, that is nice. So we were discussing uh, what date it was going to be available for collection, because uh, well, I'm, sh- I'm sure this is riveting for can, our for our listeners. See if you can get listener. a trip out to Wuhan. Uh yeah, that might be that might be a bit trickier. Mm-hmm. There are lots of people who are late there with their supplies, so. You know, what are your thoughts that. on the um, coronavirus? On the I think I think it's quite like this. This might sound. Not well thought out, but <laughs> That's not like you. Yeah, but I don't know. It's it's quite exciting because <laughs> it's for the first time have in a, in for the first time in a long time, people are yeah. like rallying together and sort no, of. They're not. You're, people you're are the out whole, there on the... their own buying toilet paper for themselves. You're, and... you're you're talking about like ordinary people. I'm talking about the world. You know, the World Health Organization, all the scientists, all these people like going out of their way, working really hard, you know, giving advice and saying this. I think it's kind of like, you know, everyone's uh, got a common, common, common enemy to. to... Well, enemy. Yeah, that is what unites people. um, Yeah. Having something to fight against. Yeah. And I don't think it's as deadly as it seems because. Have you heard of the survivorship bias? No. Okay, so in World War Two, you had lots of aircraft that were coming back, um, coming back to land, and they've been shot up like loads in the wings and in the tail fins. And the engineers were thinking, like, "Oh man, uh, do you think we should put the armor on the wings? Because you know that's where they're all getting shot." Mm-hmm. And someone was like, mm, "No, we should put it. We should put the armor, not where the bullets are. We should put the uh, basically all the planes that aren't making it back are being shot elsewhere. The planes that can make it, that survive, you know, can take a bit of damage on the wings. Mm-hmm. So as a data point, they're not getting the aircraft back that have been destroyed." Yes. Same kind of thing is happening with coronavirus. Like all the people who are being tested, you know, a, a percentage of those are recorded as fatalities. But there are loads of people that are not tested and have a bit of a sniffle um, and haven't died. So, uh, like, estimates are sort of say that it's probably lower than 0. Point something percent, the, the fatality rate. It's, it's, it's like the same reason that Google reviews 
for restaurants and things are either really good or really bad because most people in the middle don't submit a review you know you either submit a review if you had a really really terrible time or a really really good time okay but you could presumably apply that thought to the normal flu which has a fatality of a few percent couldn't you uh yeah so most people probably don't go to the doctors um and have it recorded that it was the flu i don't think you should be so optimistic about it though because it's still um a novel virus which is coming in and killing people who weren't going to die anyway i mean you could be pessimistic about it but i don't know what that would how that would help i mean no it's just, it's just a thought it doesn't mean that i'm i'm right I and mean, it's just a, something to consider Okay, so uh, you're you're all for the coronavirus, so we got that out of the way. <laughs> yeah, I think it's a yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the problem with it is it's very very contagious, isn't it? It spreads quickly, so mm-hmm. it's uh, it's not the lethality of it in itself. It's the fact that people can't be treated because the the health service gets overwhelmed. That that's mm. my understanding of it. Yeah, so. Uh... It's twice as contagious as the flu. Oh my god! So there's a pretty good chance that we're going to get it. Didn't, didn't they say that at least sixty people needed, sixty uh, percent of people needed to get it for herd immunity? Yeah, something like that. Um, so we're probably going to get it. Yeah, I think what they're trying to do is delay it so that it, it enters the summer because no one's really sure if it's going to survive during the summer. The flu is quite quite seasonal. I don't um, know anyone who's got it. Um, but last night mm-hmm. I was at a murder mystery party and someone didn't attend because they were afraid that they might have the coronavirus. Oh, really? And they didn't want okay. to pass it on to us. So, you know, it's it's even getting down here into the depths of Dorset. Yeah. Wow. That's, yeah, I don't know anyone that has it. And I'm Maybe it's London. all a lie. Maybe it's all a government conspiracy. And the media's in on it. Big Pharma. They're just trying to push their paracetamol on us. The toilet roll manufacturers need a boon. Well, you know, I for for one think toilet paper is delicious. So, you know, we have huge stocks of toilet paper. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, We put the used ones to the side. Save them for later. Yeah. I used to live with someone at uni who always hoarded toilet roll. And we used to think he was ridiculous. But who's laughing now? Yeah. Anyway, Alan, do you want to tell us what's coming up in today's episode? I have no idea. I thought you know, you know. come on. Well, well, are we are we going to talk about Parasite? Yeah, we're going to talk about Parasite. Yeah. Okay. Okay. The movie. Yeah. Did you so, see it? Yeah, I did. I watched it in the cinema. Oh, risky. Yeah. Risky in today's climate. What about you? Did you did you pirate it? No, that's terrible. No, I saw it in the cinema. Yeah, yeah. I've been going to the cinema a lot recently. I forgot how much I enjoy it. Every time I've been recently, the cinema's been packed, and it's actually a really nice community atmosphere when you've got people reacting to the movie. Yeah, I did go recently. I saw 1917. Oh, I saw um, that. That That was so busy. Everyone was there. There was a... My screening wasn't that busy, and there was a couple sat in front of me, mm-hmm. and they were talking through the whole thing. And really? 
and smooching on each other. And then, that I can understand, but and I, I kept on thinking, "Oh talk. God, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say something to them," and then I never did. Ah, <laughs> oh. because that's a frightening thing to do. Public yeah. confrontation. Mm. <sighs> what, what, what would you like to say to them now? I'd like to say, "Hey, shut up! All right, if you want to talk, go out for dinner. Don't come to the cinema." Yeah, that's what I would say to them. Yeah. That's what I wanted to say to them there, but there's always that chance that they would then start arguing with me, and then how can I sit there and enjoy the rest of the movie knowing that there's a little bit of tension and confrontation? You oh. could always offer them some of your popcorn afterwards. I don't eat, po- I don't eat popcorn in the cinema, unless someone else gets it. Uh, it's like a, you have a moral stand against popcorn, <laughs> or just because of the noise. Or you'll no, kick it I, your... I just, I just don't... I don't know. I never buy any sweets or anything like that, really. How how are you supporting the cinemas, though? You know, they've got to make their money. I know, I know, I know. Particularly it's, only, because... it's, it's only like £12 for a bloody ticket. No, this, we... <laughs> the cinema that I go to is a small independent cin- uh, cinema, and, and the tickets are only £3.50, so... Oh, that's so good. Yeah, so I really should buy Pick and Mix, or sometimes I buy a cider or something. Oh really? Take that in with me. Yeah, that's that's quite specific. nice of you. But I saw, I saw Parasite in the cinema also. Okay. With my so... stepsister. All right. It was an enjoyable experience. General impressions out of ten. Is that fair? Is that, Is fair? that a question or? A... Yeah, no, it's a question. Oh, out of ten. Oh, it's really difficult to rate things. Um... Yeah. Okay. Maybe avoid the, the out of ten. I would probably... Seb, Seb stamp of approval. It's got the Seb stamp of approval, yes. Right, right. Well, it doesn't have... Right across mine. its base. It was great. Foreign language, no problem. Well, no you issues. understood it with without the subtitles. We had the subtitles. Subtitles oh, okay. switched on. Because a lot of people struggle with... I, th- I think the director said something like a lot of people struggle with the one-inch hurdle that is subtitles. And it blocks off a whole world of cinema to you. Foreign yeah. language films. I watch a lot of foreign language films, so mm. I've never had that problem. You're a cultured man, though. Who did you see it with? Um, I saw it with Charlotte and my mum. And <laughs> we thought, you know, it'll probably be quite like a hard movie for my mum to watch. Because she, she, she only likes chick flicks. Specifically... Happy movies, like Chicken. And, <laughs> yeah, but also rom coms as well. You know, your typical like happy feel good Hollywood movie. That that's the kind of movie she likes to go to the cinema for. Well, I think it's a, fair to say that Parasite covers a quite a wide spectrum of genres. Do you think? Uh, yes. Yeah, and it's and, funny. Yeah, in parts. Yeah. It is funny, I think. It's darkly it's, comedic. It's, yeah, but but for my mum, uh, I felt kind of bad because as soon as it was over, she turned to me and said, I wish I'd never seen it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. Okay. Well, I know. Not yeah. for everyone. No. I thought it was really good. So give give me a brief summary of what it's about. 
Right. Well, can I mean, can you do that without giving spoilers? What about the people who want to go in completely blind? Because I went in completely blind. Well, if you want to go in completely blind, then don't don't listen. Oh, okay. I can't. Okay. You, you know, we can't just not talk about the movie at all. Yeah. Right. Um, so basically, the movie is about a a poorer family trying to get consistent jobs, and they find. Uh, a richer family and um, managed to get jobs, you know, working at their house. I think that that is too spoiler testing. Ah, uh, maybe you should have done it. <laughs> <laughs> like, How do you do out. it? Yeah. So okay. Funny. All right. Okay. So, so just, what... just so the listener is aware, that was a huge spoiler, and that's why the the audio jumped. You you can't you can't put a spoiler alert after the spoiler. <laughs> no, it doesn't work like that. Yeah. Okay. Right. Um, so it's a yeah it's a, it's about two families, one very rich, mm-hmm. one very poor, and the poor family they sort of live in a half basement, mm. and these two families somehow become intertwined, and it's interesting seeing the. The dynamic between them. Yeah, you're okay. a bit of a jet setter. Yeah, have I've you never ever been to Korea. I've have I've been. Ever... Sorry. Well, I was just going to say, have you ever been anywhere like yeah, I've, I've... The, how the poor people live in this movie? Oh, it's uh... not a good existence. I mean, I've been to India, and there are some very poor areas there. Um, but specifically, what like half a basement? Not really. And it's interesting seeing the class divide. Have you seen any of the director's other movies? No, have you? Yeah, I've only seen a couple of his English language ones. I saw Snowpiercer. Oh, no, I've seen that. I didn't know that was his. Yeah, Snowpiercer. And that's about a a similar thing. Class divide. Mm. Yeah. The poor people revolting against the 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 rich people. Personally, I thought Parasite uh was okay like it wasn't it i, I felt like it was so overhyped and mm-hmm. then we even went to buy tickets and um you know as we were buying them the tickets were selling out so we had to we had to pick like different seats and the guy who was selling us the tickets he was like oh yeah you know i've seen the movie three times it's really? just incredible um you're, you're really going to love it and you know i had this huge expectation and one of the problems i found with it was like it was so varied so multifaceted you know lots of different threads but it all seemed a little bit disjointed and not 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 linking together in the way that i would expect obviously because i've seen movies from like you know western movies my whole life i'm used to a kind of western uh character development or story development mm. one one thing i really liked about the movie is that you couldn't predict a bloody thing no but on the other hand i felt that there were two that you usually you have like quite strong metaphors in good movies like have you seen um the revenant with yes yeah so in that there's like a very strong metaphor with uh, nature um, and there are long shots of just you know the sky and nature and it sort of suggests that 
you know, his revenge is like a force of nature, or it suggests other things like nature is very harsh and, you know, those kinds of things. But there are so many metaphors in Parasite with lots of various things. Like, I, I guess I could say the rock without it being a spoiler. Yeah. Um, water as well. Um, the, like, there's a little native Indian metaphor. Um, and of course, lots of things with the class divides. But it just didn't seem like a cohesive whole. Mm-hmm. And I didn't get this kind of satisfying payoff at the end. And then also, the ver- the very end just felt so rushed. Do you think so? Yeah. It just felt like it hadn't it hadn't built up in the same way that I that it might have in a Western movie. And that's not a criticism of like this film per se. Uh it, it you know, it might be just that I'm viewing it from a very strict Western point of view. And once once I sort you know, if I were to watch more of his movies you know, I would probably begin to appreciate all the different threads and things like that because it's because it's different. But I, I, yeah, it was. Well, it is interesting because it, it, it's it is quite a small story. It's not very grand. It's just about two families basically, and then some weird stuff happens towards the end. But it's yeah. just about it's just about two families, and it's trying to point out a lot between the class dif- class difference. But it's just a small focused story i think that's one of the things that surprised me i did expect it to be a bit wider wider ranging and i expected more to happen um more to happen loads of things happened it was crazy and i thought it was interesting how neither family is portrayed to be you might go into that film expecting the rich family to be shown to be really bad horrible people Mm -hmm. and the poor people to be the ones who are sort of left out and who are struggling and they're actually really nice but they've just had a tough time in life yeah but it's not like that at all both families are are equally nice and equally bad do you think i i think so i the one thing that got me uh you know, sort of broke the immersion was just like there are certain parts that i felt were just a little bit too far-fetched you know I don't know if this is a spoiler, but just <laughs> panties. You know that such, Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. How, I don't understand how the family came to that conclusion. It was And that and that threw me. But uh you know, that threw me out of the movie. However, you know, in in like a Korean culture, yeah. I do think f- that yeah they might be very hesitant towards confrontation. And so mm. rather than bring it up, resort to that outcome without, you know, bringing it up. And I think that might, like, therein lies the problem, is like my lack of understanding with the Korean culture to to follow and accept some of the decisions that were made. And you know the bit with the rock at the end... <laughs> yeah. Well, I just felt like consequence-wise, okay, you see that and you're shocked. But yeah, then afterwards you're like, "Oh. 
Oh right, I guess I guess he's what are you you know. Uh, yeah, I things, know. I see what you're saying. Yeah, things are yeah. all right, and yeah. So I felt consequence-wise, it was it was a bit odd. God, we are bordering on um on spoilers here. Yeah, apologies. Ooh. Yeah, that was a shocking moment, though. I do like. You seem to think that it was too rushed, but I like the way it sort of crescendoed, and you don't really see what's coming. Mm. It all seems quite normal, and then and there's a point at the movie where stuff just happens and it goes weird. Um, um I no, so I I like that crescendo part. Um, however, I'm talking about just after it, just after right. it, like it just seems so swept over. You know the the you you know the the film builds to this like crazy climax. And... But it's playing on the name of. The movie Parasite. Who's how, the Parasite? How so? Well, oh. Oh, you know, you don't want to... There are people who are quite literally parasites in the movie. Feeding off of the rich family. Taking mm. their food. Yeah. Um, and living off them. And that family is so well in a way above them in terms of class and financially. They they just don't even notice. They, they could feed an entire another family and, and not even care. Yeah, yeah, I I see what you mean, but but who's the other parasite then? Well, the rich people are parasites as well. In what sense is it like? I I know what you're saying, but can you can you describe it without spoilers? Like, is it? <laughs> well, they just use the poor people to their benefit. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. that was well worded, wasn't it? Yeah, you know, like as ser- services to be provided. Yeah, um, and that they're what like replaceable. And they're quite unser yeah, replaceable is quite unceremonious. Mm. And yeah. they have some attachments to some of them, but do they necessarily see them as humans or people? But then you do see them have concern. I actually probably prefer the rich family in it. Um, I yeah, it's it's funny. It's funny. I I felt like the poorer family were just way more interesting. And I felt like they had a good family dynamic, like that they they did kind of work together, you know. They they were a proper family. Whereas, but they were out for themselves. They were leeches and they didn't care who they hurt along the way. No, but but they were leeches for their family, you know, for you know, for one another. Mm. Like the family against the world rather than, you know, within the family that they're battling against each other. Mm. Um, so that was quite... I, I hesitate to use the word endearing, <laughs> but it was like, okay, you know, like, it's cool. It's it, yeah, a bit like a heist movie, you know, where all the members of the team are working together and they have their own strategies that, you know, work uh, to benefit the whole. I thought mm-hmm. that was cool, but the the rich family I just thought were just so stupid, like unbelievably stupid at some points that it took me out of the movie. Like like they were so stupid to the point that it was just allowing the story to happen, um, right. rather than being like a natural consequence. Mm-hmm. But you know, I've I've been told that like I'm not seeing it from like a Korean's perspective yeah um, and that maybe. you know some of those things would have been considered quite natural 
I've got another movie recommendation for you. Okay. This one's weird. It's quite a good partner to Parasite, actually, I think, because Parasite, the cinematography in it is, is really beautiful. It's very well shot and it's very um, colourful. Do you think it's very, it's very vivid? Which one, Parasite or the one Parasite. Yeah, yeah. I I definitely enjoyed the viewing experience. I yeah. Uh, good it's got use a great of music. Other another movie that I saw in the cinema also mm-hmm. was Lighthouse. Yeah, you mentioned that. Is that horror horror movie? Oh, it's kind of horror. It's not really horror. It, it's it's got horrific elements to it. It's weird. It is very weird. It's Psych- about... psychological thriller type, or um, it's hard to peg it down into any kind of category. I think, like wider in terms of artsy. But... It's quite, but... it's quite artsy. It's quite art house. It's still accessible. Um, I went to see it with Charlotte, and we both enjoyed it. Although towards the end, it does go a bit haywire, artsy, maybe okay. for us to understand, or not to understand, but to appreciate. Um, but I really like it and i really recommend it it's about um a lighthouse Mm -hmm. it's black and white and it's about these two blokes who just go out to this lighthouse in the middle of nowhere and they're looking after it so you've got the older guy who's played by willem dafoe oh okay i love willem he's like the old hand and he's the one he's the only one who's allowed to look in to look after the light and it's his baby and he's sort of the experienced one and then There's the young guy, the noob, and it's his first time, and that's Robert Pattinson. Oh, okay. Oh, that's funny because the Twilight blokey. Yeah, no, I've 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 never been a huge fan of Robert Pattinson, and he's I couldn't. Great, isn't it? Is is he good? He's really good in it. Okay, then I should put away my. Uh, he's done a lot of really good stuff since um, Twilight. Okay, but I think yeah. he does a lot of quite small movies i um, think i think the reason i didn't like it is because you know twilight's such an amazing book and it, you know his portrayal <laughs> was he's just not, Mark, not didn't he? yeah yeah you know my yeah. was just far exceeded his acting performance in that in that fantastic well, series which i never his, read his acting performance in um the lighthouse was superb it's, it's really really good okay i like willem dafoe a lot i've got like a little crush on him i think the relationship between them kind of reminds me of our relationship oh really because willem Husband and wife is sort they of married grumpy <laughs> cantankerous angry old bloke and robert pattinson is just kind of there and he sort of just takes it so which one are you and which one am i <laughs> uh yeah well who would you say well, I'll leave that up to the. Oh to yeah, listeners. we can we can say yeah. I'm yeah, sure they no, could figure that one out and decide which one of us yeah. is the grumpy one. But w- William Defoe, he he he's playing um sort of a salty sea dog. I mean that's and sounds... the language that he uses, he's like, "Ye listen to me, ye boy," stuff like that. And he's got some great monologues. Oh, cool! It's a great role for him, and he's got an amazing beard. Oh really? Okay. Like a beard which I would love to be able to grow well you know think about me i can't grow a beard at all and he's very superstitious and he's into cursing things and Mm. but it's just them sort of sitting down having dinner that's kind of the movie 
and oh, really? some weird stuff happens, and you don't quite know whether it's in their heads or not. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they kind of just lose the plot, and they drink a lot. Do you do you and they drink think... some diesel, and that's when it all goes off the rails a bit? Oh, they, do they? Is that a spoiler? They drink some diesel. I don't think so. No, okay. it's not a spoiler. All right. Is it something that they're promoting? Like, is that you know, was that well, kind of just, slammed not, in there as a bit of uh, what, advertising? Revenue? I don't know. I didn't see any of the trailers. Drink diesel. <laughs> it's good for you. Uh, there's no um, product placement. Okay. I'm afraid they are just living there, and they're only supposed to be there for two weeks. Mm-hmm. But there's a very bad storm that comes in, and they get stuck there. And they run out of food, so the only thing they have left is alcohol. Oh, okay. So they get very, very drunk. Oh, I see. That and then sounds. They run out of alcohol. So I've not seen it, obviously, but I think it sounds like it has a really good progression. Yeah. Like th- things just kind of turn from worse to it worse. Builds to and builds to, and it like, builds. Yeah. And see, that's what I said. That you know, like even just you talking about it. You know, I, I can get a sense of how the movie would progress. And um, Willem Dafoe's character just keeps on ragging on um, Robert Pattinson's. And there's tension building. It's also quite homoerotic, much like our relationship, again. <laughs> Bromance. So that's a recommendation. Okay, great. That got the Seb stamp of approval, apart from maybe the last 20 minutes, but perhaps okay. you'd like that. Because mm. you do I... like You like weird films. I do. I do like weird films. I saw Emma. I was quite touched. Uh, it's got Johnny Flynn in it, doesn't it? Yes, and he actually... Uh, Apparently he's, he gets, he's written he, one of the songs for it. Did he get his kit off? Yes, yes. How much do you see? Uh, just a naked butt. Oh, like, uh, at the beginning of the... Uh, uh, every it, yeah, Again, when I went to see it, the cinema was packed. And um, I think it was because we went on a Saturday when everybody has the same idea. But it was really nice because Saturday. at the beginning of the movie, they showed uh, the little title card and the warning like, oh, this is you for Universal. But it said like warning. Me uh, for me, Universal. Na- natural nudity. And like literally everyone chuckled like, well, what's natural nudity? Yeah, what's unnatural nudity? <laughs> it's when you walk around on all fours. Okay, that's quite Naked. unnatural. Well, upside um, down, like like uh, the girl from that horror movie, Exorcist. That's it. Yeah, that would be quite unnatural nudity. That's a good movie, isn't it? Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. I'd watch it. I quite liked it. Um, I think we're getting towards the end here. Huh? Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, we've been talking for like woof. Ages. Everyone's going to be mm-hmm. bored. Do you think anyone's listened to this now who listened to the first episode? Uh, thank you, everyone, for listening to the first episode. We got we have about, to thank like... People? Say that again? Do we have to thank people? Well, I just, you they know... They haven't done anything. They just sit there. We're doing all the work. <laughs> no one's thanking us. Well... Thank you, Alan, for all the work that you've put in. Oh, thanks, Seb. Yeah, um, thank me. No, 40 people actually listened. Really? You know, to to uh, yeah. Don't have anything better. No, no, thirty-eight, thirty-eight. But I think oh. there were some other people in the room that haven't been recorded. You know, that might have been <laughs> listening with other people. So nobody listened to it with other people. Come on, no one sits down and listens to a podcast with other people. Um, yeah, my Charlotte did. Oh, who did she listen to it with? 
with her brother and her mum. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. God, the thought of people listening to it puts me on edge. What is the point in me doing a podcast if I can't imagine people listening to it? Yeah, well, it was quite nice. Every uh, my mum said it was special. Mama oh yeah, special, <laughs> special. So, I uploaded the wrong version as well. Oh yeah, we got so a lot of criticism that the ending was too abrupt. Yeah, that's because I sent you the wrong version. So you you've recorded a jingle. This the, the, this will be like a first. No, for I the didn't. Podcast. I didn't record a jingle. Oh, you just recorded an outro. Yeah, I just said thanks for listening. Uh, tune in next time. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't have any ideas for a jingle. Maybe I'll do one for this one. Okay. It can yeah. Be... Oh, Me- it's the Holden Wall Podcast. Thank you for tuning in. Uh. Yeah. Uh, mm, yeah, that was great. Yeah. We're gonna talk about films and stuff. Yeah, we're gonna have some fun. Yeah. Also, are we going to do, you know, maybe you you deserve a go at the game next time. You know, three stories. Well, I did kind of prepare a game, but I don't think it's going to be very good. Oh, really? Well, it's not really a game. It's just I wanted to test you on your knowledge of London slang. Oh, I'd be interested. I'm I'm intrigued to well, know, I know what, what you I think is London list, slang. But <laughs> I just Googled London slang and then there's a list. You just found a bunch of words from Shakespeare and thought... Oh, Bear? Oh yeah, I mean that's old. That's, what does that that's, mean? It, many, like very. Can you use it in a sentence? Oh, there was bare man in in streets. Does that mean <laughs> there are lots of people in the street? Yeah, but okay. I, I mean, like I have a terrible accent. Hench. Yeah. Well, I use that a lot. You know, it's, apparently that, that's, that's London. Fair... I I didn't realize that was London. I'm not sure that's London specific. I don't know many people According that use it apart from me, but yeah, so, it's like blemo. It's like wham. It's like blemo. Yeah, you know, like that guy. You can't big. describe slang using more slang. Yeah, you can. It's like when you look up a definition to a word, and you have to look up a definition to the word in the definition. Well, that just means you don't read poorly. enough. That was poorly explained. <laughs> that that was poorly. That was that was so poorly. I think you got jokes. Corona. Yeah. Well, jokes is very obvious. My corona. Um, is it? What? Well, just think Amen. logically. That was jokes. Ha ha ha! It just means funny. Yeah. Peng. Piff. Chung. Um, buff. Uh, gorgeous. You know. God, I didn't know what any of those words meant. They're, they all mean the <laughs> same thing. They're just they're just random noises that people make when people when other people walk past. What about Jake's? Jake's. How do you spell it? Um, like Jake with an S on the end. Oh, that sounds like a very posh part of London going, Oh, yes, yeah, so Jake's. <laughs> no, 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 it means police. Bollocks. But according to this list... Where did you get the list from? Internet. Of course. Google.com. <laughs> okay, yeah. Kitsch. Kitsch, that, that's that's German slang. Well, it's, it, you know... It's or is a it German... Kotsch? Oh, Koch. You're thinking Koch. What does that mean? Koch is like a place where you hang out. Oh, this place is a Koch. Yeah. Let's say you found like a really nice restaurant and... Heads. Heads? For example, bare heads. (laughs) People. Yeah. Oh, uh, you did pretty well. I'll give you um, nine points. 
Nine points. Okay. Yeah. Out of a possible... Seven. Well done. Oh. Okay, good. good. Job. All right. All right. Thanks, Alan. Um, well, we now, now, now what do the listeners have to look forward to next episode? They, they're not going to tune into episode three because we've just done the game. Oh, well, we can do another game. Okay. You can test me on Dorset's slang. Ooh, that'd be fun. I'll uh, no, uh, we'll we'll think of another game. Maybe you have to do three stories that I'm unaware of. Can you do an outro jingle for us now? Thank you for listening. Is that Is it? it? Uh, yeah. Ah, well, that was it. Episode two, over and done with. What did you think? Um, I thought it was okay, not great. I was very hungover. I didn't think it would be an issue, but I think it, it, it proved to be an issue. I mean, maybe you thought I was fine, I don't know. I, I can't hear what you're saying. Um, so stop talking, alright? Stop talking, yeah? I can't hear you. Um, you can leave feedback. You're welcome to leave feedback. Positive only. Thank you very much. We will not handle negative criticism very well. Not well at all, okay? Alright, thanks for that. Um, yeah, thanks for listening, and tune in next time. Bye.